0: This, this 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 is
1: mythical. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopifycom offer, All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: Hey, Josh, is pork red meat or white meat?
1: <laughs> Neither. Pork is red, white, and blue meat, baby. Pork's as American is American as Lady Liberty eating a chaloop and watching NASCAR. This, this is, is a hot dog, dog is a, is a sandwich. sandwich.
0: Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I
1: put ice in my cereal, so what? That
0: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. I'm your host, Josh Scherer.
0: And I'm your host, Nicole Anaity.
1: And when we're not the internet chefs over on Good Mythical Morning and Mythical Kitchen, occasionally doing sponsored posts brought to you by the National Pork Board, but this has nothing to do with that. That was a long time ago. And also, we did a lovely campaign and made some delightful food with them. Pork! We're breaking down the world's biggest internet debates over on this here podcast.
0: That's right, Josh.
1: And we got a doozy of a question today, Nicole. This is a question rooted in practicality that a lot of people have asked us. A
0: lot of people?
1: A lot of people have been asking about my skincare routine, so I'm going to show you guys today. I start okay. with an oatmeal bath. No, um, <laughs> enough people have asked this question to where I feel like we should probably answer it using our expertise. Interesting. As chefs and podcast hosts. Do you have any initial thoughts? Like, have you thought about whether or not pork is red or never, white meat before?
0: Never thought about it, not even once.
1: Why? It's it's like It's a, unimportant to me. Fair enough, fair enough. And I think it should maybe be... I was going to say less important to a lot of people, but I don't know if I believe that.
0: It's just not... It's not a staple... That I grew up with, it's not a staple in my house, the only time I've only been really introduced to the many, many lives of pork and what (laughs) pork can do is in school and here.
1: You've heard of the secret life of bees, this is the secret life of pork! Pork.
0: Um, Yeah. It makes sense
1: if you didn't grow up eating it, but like, as somebody who grew up eating pork alternatives, like turkey bacon... Also, sure. I just bought a thing of turkey bacon I and made a big old bacon. turkey bacon sandwich. It's so good. It's yeah, so nostalgic yeah. for me. Yeah. But I was eating that not just because being raised by a Jewish mother and grandmother yeah. for a time, but also because it was quote unquote healthier. Sure. And so yeah. that is where a lot of the stuff with red meat versus white meat comes into play. It's seen as like a health issue.
0: Yeah. I think it's because the intramuscular fat isn't as apparent. Is that what it is? Is that the difference between red meat and white meat?
1: <sighs> Remember when we did the is tomatoes of fruit? or a vegetable podcast. Sure, like what, eons ago? Eons ago, (laughs) but we got into this whole idea of like fruit and vegetable not being a very scientific category.
0: Uh Uh-huh, I do remember that.
1: And these different classes of people, like in a role-playing game, like dwarves and elves, you have botanists and chefs and grocery suppliers all on different pages because they have different reasons for categorizing things. Right,
0: is money one of them?
1: Money's one the of them, one? <laughs> and money is the thing behind the pork. Is it red meat or white meat? Question as well. So, um, scientific organization like the World Health Organization considers any red meat to be like mammal- mammalian meat,
0: mammalian meat,
1: mammalian. I am a mammal, I have nipples. Nicole, you could milk.
0: Me. <laughs> I, don't I, you don't I,
1: don't I don't think I want <laughs> I to, I don't think I want to. i want to pull like a Robert De Niro from Are meat cats, to
0: mammals. Are you serious? But what do you mean? Well, Robert mammals? De Niro said a jinxie yeah, no, has Yeah, no, cats mammals. are definitely
1: mammals. You- what do you think a mammal is?
0: I know what a mammal is. Was a mammal? I was just double checking.
1: I oh, know, but what's a mammal? A
0: furry animal who... going not be furry. Um, it's an... an- do furry.
1: We're mammals. We're okay, furry.
0: Where, I'm hairy. So are you we So is David I saw his bare
1: chest the other day He's got a nice he's, he's got a He's got a pelt
0: So embarrassing He's so not so embarrassing. that
1: hairy I have a lot too I'm getting more He does more not have a lot Since I turned 30 years old uh, I've gotten more <laughs> chest hair A
0: mammal is an animal That um it births its young Bingo And it breastfeeds its children Hey
1: she got it So yeah, yeah. Cat, cat does both I had those. a moment
0: Where I didn't think cats are, I think it's because I have a pet cat And I didn't want to categorize <laughs> it As like You know what I mean I have two cats Sorry
1: Especially because we're talking About eating mammals I get, yeah. It. I get it Yeah, yeah. Um, So Red meat is technically defined as any meat from a mammal, right? Sure. And most of the time, it does refer to the actual color of flesh. They consider white meat to be uh, poultry, any sort of bird meat, fish meat, etc.
0: So, wait, 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 wait. So, white meat is also fish? Yes. I've never heard of that before. Yes, yes, yes. Wow.
1: Um, but then, what? there's obviously, and some of this is categorized by how much, like, myoglobin is actually in the meat that turns sure. it red, etc. But there are so many exemptions to this rule, okay. right? So, ahi tuna, right, is a very red meat, but it's technically white meat because it's fish. That's um, Pork is where we get into the tricky subject of a red meat that looks very white.
0: Very white.
1: And many people, where Pink. all of this confusion comes from, there's one singular issue of confusion, that is in 1986, the National Pork Board uh, hired a consulting firm, $12 million campaign... No way. ...called Pork, the other white... Meat.
0: I remember those advertisements. I like grew up kind of with, with that statement in the back of my head always.
1: Same, same, same. In Austin Powers, uh, he says, I ate a baby, baby, the other, other white meat. <laughs> And that so that's fat bastard? <laughs> it's that bastard nice. played by Mike Myers, a delight. Uh, but the point is, the National Pork Board comes out with this advertising slogan. Okay. Not only that, over the twenty years prior, right? We're in the middle of the eighties, the like fat is bad for you yes, phase. Sure. You know, eating snack wells, devil's food cakes, all that stuff. <laughs> Memories. Um, so they literally <laughs> bred the pigs to have what they claimed was fifty percent less fat than the pigs twenty years before.
0: And is that true?
1: Not necessarily. So. Somebody posed the question, is it pigs that have gotten less fat or is it pork that has gotten less fat? Okay. And when I initially read that, I was like, what the hell what is the, the difference? Yeah, I don't get that. So they were getting a lot of the numbers that their pigs were healthier and less fat by the amount of back fat. So literally just like – it. The meat that, or the the fat that would be used for lard. Sure, yeah. So not the actual intramuscular fat content of the meat.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Which so is just really the whole, interesting. So just the whole animal as a total. How correct. fat that animal was.
1: Correct. Correct. Okay. But then there were other studies that were like, no, no, no. The intramuscular fat has decreased, but mm-hmm. only in the loin of the pork, which is only three percent of pork consumption.
0: Interesting. Okay. So
1: point is the National Pork Board literally bred their pigs to be leaner and also lighter in color to more mimic the nutritional content uh, and taste and versatility of chicken.
0: But but wouldn't it make crazy. wouldn't it make more sense for the pork to have more fat because it's yummier?
1: Well, no, but back then they were all about health, right? I know, but like now what about now? Well, now, though, it's not just to be yummier, it's also like how much pig meat can they yield from one single animal?
0: That makes sense. Right? Okay. And so
1: they started feeding pigs a very high protein diet with soybeans. Nice. Just pumping them up, just getting all these super jacked pigs with super light flesh. Okay. And then they even started coming out with recipe content in the 80s and 90s, pushing recipes like Pork Oven. Uh, pork <laughs> catchetori, straight up, cool. shameless, trying to convince people that pork was in fact
0: a chicken substitute. white meat, and yeah. just
1: and they literally said any recipe you could use chicken for, you could also use pork for.
0: No way, Which that's crazy. crazy to me.
1: And so there were a lot of like spokespeople for the National Pork Board were out there just like dogging on chicken. You know, uh being like, well, chicken cuts all across the board are of like various, you know, fat to lean ratios. So you Okay, need...
0: the standardization is off.
1: Correct. Is what they yeah. were
0: saying. Okay. But
1: then they got criticized for only using pork loin as their like barometer. Correct. That
0: makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh it's a really crazy story. Um, and we all got tricked because of it.
0: I'm tricked, yeah. But
1: that said, like they are a hundred percent correct that pork tenderloin and pork loin, which is most of my pork consumption. Got it. Does have almost identical macronutrient breakdowns to chicken <laughs> breast. God, is this the most? Wait, hold on. Is this the most boring podcast we've ever done? I don't think it's boring at all. It, well, if you're asking, man, if
0: you're asking them, but I'm, I'm like thoroughly intrigued by this. Yeah, just, just from, from like a marketing perspective, how they tricked Americans, but they ended up being right at the same time.
1: Great, it's like <laughs> tricking them to what end? And also, uh, pork consumption did increase immediately after by like five percent.
0: Well, there you go. In America,
1: in America, yeah. Well, so go. it went from like forty-six pounds per person. Um, to like 49 and a half pounds per person per year.
0: The thought of that in front of a human being is like, hey, this is how much you eat in a year is crazy to me.
1: I, ju- I just thought about it and it's upsetting how much animal meat, meat I eat per year. It's
0: a, lot, it's a lot. I eat a lot of beef and chicken too, so I get it.
1: I mean, I think I eat over... Uh,
0: 150 pounds?
1: No, uh, I think I eat 400 pounds of meat a year.
0: <laughs> John, I know, Maggie's
1: sickened. Isn't that um, like
0: double your body
1: weight? Y- yeah, but it's per year. So I eat... I eat about a pound and a half of animal flesh every day. Because I'm trying to eat 240 okay, okay. grams of protein the, okay, so, every day. So,
0: so, so 365 times 1.5, is that the math?
1: Roughly, I'd say probably like maybe like 1.3.
0: Maggie, do the math!
1: Yeah, Maggie, if you could do this, do 365 times
0: 1.3. 474.5.
1: Yeah, I eat about 475 pounds of animal <laughs> flesh per year. A, a, a vast majority of it is chicken and fish. But here, and Josh, here is the, here's the crux. Okay, <laughs> is
0: this your intervention?
1: ¿Quién es más fuerte? Josué. Josué es más fuerte. Uh, sí, sí, sí. Is, I have, yeah, yeah, is Jose you? Yeah, Josué is Joshua in Spanish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah it is, it the, is. That was what that was. It is, it um is. So I'm slightly shameful about that. My doctor told me I should stop, and I say, and I told her, I looks at her, I says, Dr. Leyeshevsky, <laughs> I says to her, I says, doc, I don't eat very much red meat. And she goes, it doesn't matter. It's all meat that's bad. For it you. Like, and I was like, what the hell? Don't you
0: get kidney stones hell? from eating so much meat?
1: I listen, I don't know. I have no idea. I eat a lot of prunes to balance it uh, out. Uh, I'm you, always eating apples. So you all see me eating apples, is right? He
0: prunes are poop, Josh. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I have to explain that to you. I drink
1: like uh Diet Coke. Does that help with kidneys? <laughs>
0: Absolutely not. Just
1: poison me further. Yep.
0: Well, well, let me tell you something. Here's a little outlier, a little ball from left field. Uh, what about veal? Veal's pretty pink.
1: Yeah, veal's cer- certainly red meat. It's a cow, dude. I know, That's just cow b- meat. I know,
0: but but why is it so pink? Is it because it's just the They muscles? don't let
1: them move. <laughs> yeah, so like, okay, think about this, think about this. Let's uh, think about birds that look like red meat. Duck, for instance, right? Um,
0: um goose.
1: Goose, deep dark red flesh. Grouse. Oh, squab, grouse. Yeah, they're
0: all very red. Is it because they're using? They're correct. using them?
1: Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> they're, they're doing this, they're going. They kinda look
0: like a bird right now. Ah, ah, look at this white sash. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so
1: a lot of that has to do with blood flow throughout the muscles. That's why like uh, chicken breasts are so 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 light because our chickens are so fat. They and don't move. They, they can't move, right? Uh, and so a lot this of this is boring.
0: Game. This is this is depressing.
1: This is okay. No, no, no but I want to get to the issue of like, why do we care?
0: I think it's because doctors have been peddling that red meat is bad. Red meat is bad. It gives you heart disease. It makes your heart, whatever,
1: whatever, whatever, whatever. Correct. Then why is this my doc? She's telling me, she's going, Josh. It and doesn't I says, matter? What's up, doc? And she says, Josh. She looks me in the eye. She says, Josh, stop eating all meat. And I said, I thought it was only red meat that was bad. She says, No! It's all meat, you idiot. I don't know. And I, I don't know.
0: Why, as human beings, do we care? It's because we just want to... Let me tell you. Let me tell you what my dad says all the time. Uh-huh. He goes, Nicole, eat two <laughs> eggs every day. He's been saying this to me since I was maybe like 15 years old. Uh. And then every now and then, we send each other articles about egg consumption. He goes... He sends me like an Italian study that says two eggs a day is good for your health. It's yeah, good for yeah, bones. Yeah. It's good for your hair, whatever. And then two months later, I send him one saying... Doctors in Canada said it has an increase of (laughs) cholesterol, this and that and that. And he goes, no, no, no. no." And then he sends me an article about Estonian eggs. And it's just, (laughs) it's it's very true. If you look at our WhatsApps, that's all our conversations are. Yeah. So I think it's because why we care, why you and I care, why Mm. a massive majority of Americans here is because we just want to be our best selves and we want to like eat what's good for us and what sure. makes us better human beings to work efficiently and to be, quote-unquote, healthier. But there's constantly contradicting advice. Like, what you're getting is contradictory, right? Yeah. Kind of?
1: 100%. Dr.
0: Litwitsky. Lyoshevsky. Dr. Lyoshevsky. No, she's you know, cool. Also, I, to be clear,
1: I believe her to be right Yeah, over me. of
0: course. I think her intentions for you to be healthier are, are valid. But what happens whenever you see a study next week that says, don't eat vegetables, they're full of hormones— and then another study says beef is full of hormones, and then it says pork is full of hormones, and then what do you have to eat? Air? Swallow air?
1: <sighs> so a buddy of mine, freshman year of college, right? He read a study that said that eating broccoli and black olives could increase your testosterone naturally. And so every day, this dude sat down at the salad bar at the dining hall and just had a giant bowl of raw broccoli and black Smelly. olives. Smelly. And let me tell you what, boy, did that not work.
0: Did he smell? Um
1: yeah, he kind of smelled all the time, but coincidentally. And the black oh, olives before? and broccoli did not help.
0: Before the olives and broccoli. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. But
1: the point is, like, there is so much scientific information out there that makes it so tough to actually parse. And it seems like nutritional science, especially totally. is constantly shifting in such a maddening way, right?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like like you were saying, like devil's food snack well packs. That
1: was healthy back then.
0: But now people are eating what are those things? They're like they're like packets of like peanut butter infused with beef tallow and coconut oil. It's crazy to me, the yeah, whiplash. They're
1: literally advertising things in health food stores as high fat. Like, they literally call them fat bombs.
0: Fat bombs, that's what they're They're like called, keto fat
1: bombs. Yeah, like, buy it in the Whole Foods uh, aisle. It's it's if crazy. If my crazy. mom
0: went to a GMC, or was it called GNC? <laughs> GNC, and, yeah. If she wanted to a GNC and saw fat bombs, she would have a heart attack.
1: <laughs> exactly, and it wouldn't be because of the fat. It would be because of the shock of how, of how much there's... nutritional science has changed in exactly. culture.
0: It's, it's so crazy, but calling it white meat, I think, introduces, like a level of calmness from a consumer point. 100%. Like, like, oh, it's white. White (laughs) is good. White is better than red. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I think think moms, busy moms that just wanna, you know, throw something in the oven and Mm. call it a day, they're gonna reach for the other white meat instead of.
1: It's true, they think they're doing something good for their family, and like, again, as we said, if you get the right cut of pork, it actually is just as lean as chicken breast. Yeah. Um, The trade-off though, which I think is crazy, And if you have delved into heritage pig farming, Nicole.
0: You've got, you actually taught me about heritage pig farming, and I think it's really interesting. Korabuda pork, would that be considered heritage?
1: Exactly, yeah. The, yeah. uh, the...
0: Korabuda... Sorry, my phone fell. I'm just gonna leave it.
1: Korabuda is the same as Berkshire pork. Berksh- Berkshire? Berkshire? I say Berkshire. Berkshire. I don't Berkshker. know if it's Berkshire. Berserker pork. Um <laughs> But even if you look Berzerker at... Pork. Even if you look at, like, a Berkshire pig, which... Yeah. That's something that has been domesticated for a long time, but it does still have like a long lineage breed. Um, are they hairy? I don't think they're particularly hairy. Mangalitsa is the hairiest of the pigs. Are,
0: you're going to laugh at me, but are porks mammals?
1: Porks is mammals. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Porks got little teats.
0: Oh, yeah. I've milk, never seen a pregnant you a pig, pig before. Teat.
1: Oh, you've never seen just a gross pregnant sow? <laughs> Oh, my God. They're frightening. Maggie, look up, like, I mean, giant pregnant sow. I've it is disgusting, dude. I've never seen a
0: pig before. They, I
1: mean, they're, like, 9,000 pounds. They're just, like, oh. <laughs> oh, and they're, like, aggressive and gross. Wow. Just look at that. Yeah.
0: It's like looking into a mirror into the future.
1: <laughs> uh, look up. Maggie, can you look up um, pregnant mangalitsa sow? That's M-A-N-G-A-L-I-T-S-A.
0: They're kind of cute.
1: No, look up the mangalitsa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think these are the pigs that in <laughs> Hannibal... Me. Oh, look
0: at this. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me started. I know exactly what I think The point is, well. if you
1: was to cut into a Mangalitsa pig, you would see bright red flesh.
0: Wow, really?
1: Because a lot of these, is lot of these pig Is that Iberico? Is that where
0: Iberico ham comes no, from? No, no,
1: no. Iberico, uh, that's... I forgot the breed that... um, the It's a black-footed pig. Um, But no, that's an entirely different pig breed. Mangalitzas are from Hungary. That's why they're woolly. Is because they're from Northern Europe.
0: Very cute. And then
1: in China, they have the Mishan hog, which is also a very fat one. But... What we give up by making pork so lean and even being able to confuse it with white meat is flavor. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. one, fat is flavor. Sure. Two, I associate red with more flavor, too. More muscle activity, more myoglobin, right? More blood flow going through there. Do I
0: think beef is more flavorful than chicken? No. You
1: don't think beef is more flavorful than chicken?
0: No. Really? I think they have their own flavors.
1: That's interesting. I feel like you could but do you think any meat is quote more flavorful than another or you no, just think, I think they are they're different? All
0: neut- I think they're all neutral and different.
1: Okay, but think about like uh, a grass fed steak versus non-grass fed.
0: Okay, there's a difference there. There's a That's difference what I'm there. But and I'd I, say it's more. But again, comparing the two, like comparing pork and chicken and beef, they're just so different. I feel like it's not fair to to pit them against but each other. But you also other.
1: can't compare like you can compare pork to pork. Sure, I can. Right, like a Yorkshire pig. Yes, so, you can.
0: You can co- You can compare Yorkshire pig to whatever pig, and that's fine. Right? I agree with
1: you on that. Because, like, Yorkshire is, like, the main breed that has been the most popular in the U.S. When mm-hmm. you see, like, babe pig in the city. <laughs> that's a Yorkshire-esque pig trouncing ones? around. Yeah, yeah, The weird pink ones. Very hairless. And those are the ones that they bred <laughs> to just be, like, muscle mommies, right? Oh. Like, not as much fat. That's so depressing. Um, And so, to me, their flesh, like, has a lot less flavor. So, we're sort of, like, trading in... Mm. You know, supposed health benefits, which, again, we don't actually know. You don't do anything uh, for that actual lack of flavor.
0: Mm. Interesting. No, what do you want to talk about? But then, Nicole. Yeah?
1: So you got got the scientists who were classifying this. Be like, no, it's a mammal. It's meat. You got marketers trying to classify it going, no, it's healthy, so it's white meat.
0: Can't believe that.
1: And then you have chefs. Yes. Who are actually trying to uh, us. Kind of. Being like, how you cook this thing? So, like, Culinary Institute of America, for instance, Mm -hmm. considers pork and veal to be white meat.
0: Okay. See, that's why I said, what about veal? Because I, too, agree with them.
1: But, like, is there any... It looks white. Is there any cooking difference, like, between how you would cook, quote, a white meat and a red meat? No. I know there's, like, stupid French rules about, like... No. What color pepper you can put on what color things? That's very silly. That's very silly. silly. You only use white pepper in a, uh, what's that one sauce? That Oh, that's so silly. Right. But like, so uh, they uh, have it in there in like their manual instruction Mm -hmm. book, whatever, under white meat. But I don't know. You can cook any meat any kind of way, right? Why would you you need to lump it in?
0: No need to lump. I think it's fine to categorize some things at some times, but. I think, I think poultry being its own thing, I think white meat being its own thing, and then red meat being its own thing is fine. I'm fine doing that. I, I lose no sleep.
1: You know China eats more pork than the U.S.? Who? China.
0: Yeah, I figured that.
1: So when I said that, that the U.S., that pork is red, white, and blue meat.
0: So it's more Chinese. It's more Chinese meat. Are, we, are we Chinese?
1: <laughs> Roughly. We're going to be... I do love Chinese <laughs> pork. <laughs> <laughs> In
0: <the few> <laughs> I'm trying I'm learning Mandarin. Yeah, I'm going to learn Cantonese. Not to, like,
1: hit xenophobia, but, like, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, I, <laughs> you know, it couldn't hurt me.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's good that me. culinary schools kind of have a little bit of understanding. At least they're trying to crack the code from, like, a non-financial way. I think they're trying to, like, literally understand it from a cookery standpoint. Yeah. And I respect that.
1: Here's something. Here's something I just thought about, Nicole. <laughs> just, not,
0: right now, you right now, just right now. Check right this out. I just thought about this right now. Okay, what? Pork. Yeah?
1: Tastes like chicken. Does it? Well, I don't know, but I cook pork like chicken is what I just thought about. Um, I like close I, your
0: eyes, could you tell the
1: difference? I don't think so. I don't think with like pork loin and like a chicken breast. You couldn't. I know I could. It has a different texture. It's a much different texture. It's totally different. But the flavor, like, pork loin, like, really ain't taste, like, that much if you're getting just, like, a normal store-bought, which, again, isn't bad. No. And the macros are great on it, so I often cook a lot of pork loin. I've been doing this thing where I'll take a whole pork loin, and I'll just uh, salt and sugar cure it, and I'll leave it for, like, two days just out in the open so it loses some moisture. And then I roast it to, like, a perfect, like, 135, let it rest, get to, like, 140, 145. Uh, They say you have to let pork get to 145, like... Oh, I'm nice a bit blush. of a daredevil. A nice,
0: a, a nice blush color. A
1: nice rosy blush, and then I slice it really thin. And I gently warm it. That's how I was doing my Philly roast pork sandwiches.
0: I'm happy for but you.
1: <laughs> I brine pork and chicken. Hell, I'll brine fish sometimes. I never brine beef. Why? Because when you brine beef, it gets it turns into corned beef, right? Like it turn it Just gets a little that, bit. Yeah, but like, it's yeah, I guess you're eating salted. You're eating salted beef constantly. Yeah, uh, because it's kosher. So <laughs> you're the wrong person to talk to. Yeah, I am. But there are more similarities to me. Cooking pork and chicken than there is pork and beef. Or pork and lamb, right? But why is that? What what about lamb? Lamb's red. Lamb's the reddest of meats. Lamb is a redder meat than beef, I say. Also, lamb, lamb is, is my favorite animal to eat. Number it? one. I've just decided. I had dude. lamb
0: yesterday and it was so good. Where where? Papa Cristos. Papa Cristos, man. <laughs> yeah, their lamb their lamb game is whoo deli. Good lamb. I
1: had uh, lamb chop scotadito. I'm sorry? Scortarito. I means scorched digits where you pick it up by the bone and it's just oh, like, yeah. oh man, this is it uh, Funky? Uh, not Funky. What's his mother wolf? <laughs> Whatever. Shout out Chef Evan Funky made really good lamb. Um, but no, like lamb and beef, I would cook roughly the same, right? And also, you okay. generally take both of those to like 125 degrees if you want mid-rare. Mm-hmm. Chicken and pork, you're taking to like 150. Why? Well, so a lot of this and a lot of the imp- bacteria, a lot of the imp- implications um, from the pork other white meat thing, they needed a stimulus because there's a big trichinosis outbreak, and that's the reason that we don't cook pork to like 130 degrees. Trichinosis. Trichinosis. I don't really know what it means, but it's a bad foodborne <laughs> illness it that has kills some people.
0: Osis at the end of it, so you know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but chicken's the
0: same thing. Yeah. Chicken's the same thing.
1: Nicole, chicken, you got a bunch of salmonella in there. Oh,
0: yeah. E. coli. E. coli beef. E. coli beef. E. coli beef. But here's sorry. the thing. <laughs>
1: What's up? You just, you just never know when the E. coli is going to come.
0: Yeah, you yeah, are. No.
1: <laughs> here's, Maggie, do you believe this? More E. coli outbreaks, don't quote me on this because <laughs> I haven't looked it up, but I'm saying it as if it's true. More E. coli outbreaks due oh, to unwashed goodness. lettuce than beef in the last 10 years. Can we look that up? <laughs> Maggie, can we look that up? And here's the way the demand has gone on pork, Nicole.
0: Josh, how do you feel about bacon?
1: It's aight. What? It's right. <laughs> I like bacon.
0: Did you say it's aight? Yes, aight. Bacon is, is white meat too, right? Well, I don't consider it white meat at all. I just consider it yummy.
1: My well, bacon's red meat. All bacon, this is red meat.
0: Bacon is red. Pig is red meat. Okay. Okay. Let's talk Did about. Did we not this. discuss
1: that? Did I ever answer this? Pig wait, is wait, wait, red wait. meat. You
0: know what we never talked about? You know, you never said that. What? That pork is red meat. You're saying? Oh that
1: now? yeah, yeah. Wait. What's your answer?
0: My answer is that pork contains multitudes. Wow. Like 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 you know how <laughs> wow. chickens have white meat and dark meat? Yeah yeah. We should do that for pigs.
1: Oh shoot. That's wait. what I'm
0: saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but chicken doesn't have like red white. meat, red meat and white meat. Chicken no, has, has light, light and dark,
0: light meat, dark oh, meat. Oh, that's interesting. We should do that hey, with now. Pork. Why don't yeah. we do that with pork?
1: Pork loin is just the white meat of the pork. Yes. Belly is the red meat. Yeah. Belly is the bad part for you. Sure, loin is a good quote, part unquote. for you.
0: Yeah. Not you w- bad. Again, I. Do you want to do that?
1: Whatever. <laughs> that's it. What an easy solve. Yeah. Uh, pork board. One. their new slogan is "Pork be inspired," and you've inspired Nicole and us today.
0: Uh, is it? Um, is it be inspired?
1: That is actually their new slogan, and it's really interesting. So they dropped the Pork Bee Inspired slogan in 2011. Shady. Maggie, can I face this way? So (laughs) they dropped dropped the Pork Bee Inspired campaign in 2011 when they, like, officially made Pork the Other White Meat a legacy. Yeah. And their whole thing was that, like, well, people at home, they now want to use pork in creative manners, which if you follow (gasps) culinary trends, Nicole, I mean, that 2011 was exactly the era where people were like, yo, pork is a really versatile animal. We're going to do a bunch of Crazy charcuterie 7 restaurants. You know?
0: Does the back of my hair <laughs> look straightened?
1: And Probably
0: so not. So okay, now <laughs> sh- Okay, so what do we so what do we learn?
1: So <laughs> bacon's really interesting, Nicole, because like the bacon demand, one, the Yorkshire <laughs> pig used to be considered a bacon breed of pig. Uh-huh. Big old fat bellies, not anymore. high belly meat yield. But then during this like low fat era, they had to be like, Yeah, we need to breed for just bulk and muscle and, and loin mm-hmm. and all that. But the bacon thing—that was for—I was another marketing campaign. Uh, 1920s. How,
0: how long does it take to breed you know a mean? pig?
1: Apparently not as long as I thought. Because <laughs> <I don't laughs> <laughs> they literally they cut the amount of fat in pigs in half in 20 years.
0: That's crazy. That is crazy to me. According to Punnett squares, it needs to take at least longer.
1: Carl Linnaeus yeah. doing this whole thing. Yeah. We have. We have forsaken God. Nay, we are God, God. Nicole. I know we're God. It's beautiful. It's Jurassic Pork out here. We're recreating (laughs) animals from the DNAs.
0: Jurassic Pork. I know a guy
1: that did that, dude. And okay, he took the DNA of one pig, DNA of another pig from like old German records. It was called the Schwabian Hall pig. (laughs) World championship winning pig in the 1800s, right? And then, but then they got like murdered by like, you know, the Kaiser or whatever. The pigs
0: got murdered? The
1: pigs and the family. And so they killed this lineage of pigs. But this Mm. dude, IBM engineer, recreates the exact breeding uh, products to create this pig again. And I ate it and it was dank.
0: (laughs) You've lived so many lives, Josh, Sharon. This one body. So many lives.
1: So the 1920s, right? Like, they got doctors to just say that bacon was healthy for people because people started working in factories more. Really? Actually, yeah, this is a fascinating story of how bacon became...
0: Can we turn back around again? I, like I really like that. Like yeah, yeah. This I like it. Is a new thing Less I'm doing. stress. You know. <laughs> I just—it's <laughs> it's like looking at—it's like looking at the beautiful view. Look at this. Look at what we built. Look at—look at, look at it's this beautiful
1: Because here's the thing: we didn't use up the cameras here. I hate the cameras. I hate the cameras. Hate right? The we cameras. all agree with that. You guys—you guys aren't watching this. Yeah.
0: I don't like. Right. I don't like the cameras. Can we stop doing the cameras thing?
1: Yeah. We'll turn the cameras, but we yeah, can keep you. the video going. Just no yeah. cameras. Yeah. 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 Still but Josh, make videos. No I cameras. need you to look this
0: way. Look at what we've created. The hot dog is a sandwich. Yeah. Like how look, how many episodes have we done, huh, Mikey? Like 20, Do you think... 150? I think 150. 150. Okay, 150. Are you trying to talk to the sign?
1: You think there's pork in the hot dog?
0: I always thought it was a Hebrew national.
1: Was, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Nicole, what did we learn today?
0: I think we learned that pork is not red meat, <clears throat> not white meat, but a little bit of both. Sometimes good, <laughs> sometimes healthy. Sometimes fat, sometimes nasty. Free, and-
1: <laughs> free will is a myth. No decision you've ever made has actually been yours. It has been a conglomerate of marketing corporations, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin. They're all trying to convince you to eat more pork meat so you can be more docile. I'm kidding. Um.
0: <laughs> so pork. <laughs> so pork is <laughs> pork is neither. Pork is all. Pork is everything. Pork is nothing. That's that
1: Pork is love Pork, Pork is, is life <laughs> Pork is Me The sisterhood of the traveling pants Pork is you Alright Nicole We have heard what you and I have to say Now it's time to find out what other wacky eddies are rattling out there in the universe It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are like
0: Casseroles, Casseroles. You've been letting me cook too long. <clears throat> you need to start saying it too.
1: Fine. I can't
0: be the only chef up in here. Fine,
1: fine, fine. Nicole, we have a couple uh stat corrections to make. Okay. This is mostly my fault. So I, I made we. the very bold claim. <laughs> I even said don't quote me, but Meggie went and she quoted me that there are more E. coli outbreaks from uh unwashed raw produce and there are beef turns out ground beef account for like 41 percent of outbreaks and produce only about 21 percent. so was wrong on that one also massive trichinosis outbreak in the 1970s in america uh crazy numbers on that and then we have almost eradicated all trichinosis outbreaks Yay. which is probably why the pork board's like hey start start undercooking your pork a little bit not undercooking perfectly cooking but stop overcooking the hell out of your pork
0: Thank you for those edits. I respect mm-hmm. them. You as a journalist.
1: Thank you so it's much. It's nice to see. <clears throat> First opinion. You're a I used to be a journalist. I kind of still do Hi. it. I ask people questions.
0: Why? Hi. We can My um, opinion about what you restaurants about? in general is...
1: I've been to restaurants based, restaurant based on the ranch. I have a ranch theory. Yes. And the ranch theory is essentially the thinner and runnier that the ranch is... The better the, better the mm, restaurant yes. is. If you get well, tenders and mm. you get ranch that is barely holding
0: together, it's barely holding together, and it is just water, that's how you know it's a good restaurant. And if you what? get the thick, clumpy, 85% dill ranch, you know it's a bad restaurant. So not,
1: not the ranch
0: Theory. Thank you. Well,
1: I respect Ranch Theory. I feel like...
0: I'm the... Um, it's not the Ranch Theory. It's the Ranch Complex.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. The ranch I industrial will, complex.
0: I will not expand any further. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I understand where she's coming from a little bit in uh-huh. the sense that you're not saying necessarily that the Watery Ranch is better, but that a better restaurant is more likely to serve Watery Ranch.
0: I understand that, but I disagree.
1: My favorite former pizza place, no longer open, foolproof, in uh, West Los Angeles, mm-hmm. they had the thinnest ranch I ever had. On uh, purpose. On purpose. That was to their taste. I happened to very... I'm sorry, Orrin Alex... Um, I happen to really dislike their ranch. But, best pizza I ever done eat.
0: Okay, so I guess her theory holds that up theory with theory holds up. However. You ever had Cisco Ranch? The best. It's it's so white that when you take a picture of it, it like flashes back.
1: It's like yeah, how you get sunburn from the snow off the reflection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Outback Steakhouse Incredible. Ranch is the perfect consistency of ranch. Mm-hmm. And somebody said they made it in-house. I don't but know. I don't know if that was verified. I, I like would have Wingstop a feeling Stop they don't. Ranch too. Wingstop Ranch is incredible, quite thick.
0: I like it thick.
1: Which is great. You can thin out your ranch however much you want. Put it, Take take a scoop of your you water cup. You can't
0: thick it up, but you can thin it out.
1: You can't thick <laughs> it up. Um,
0: <laughs> is that a sounds song? Sounds like a hook from a song. You can think it up.
1: Creative it creative up. methodology but I it. do disagree you with your findings. Up. But I love the hypothesis You can think
0: it up. hypothesis. Don't you think it down. But, but you can think it up. Next opinion. I got
1: hypothesis and apotheosis mixed up.
0: <laughs> up. Hi Josh and Nicole and guests. Hi Uh, I know you guys talked about struggle meals recently, but I feel like we should also be talking about comfort meals. (laughs) Anyways, my my food opinion is that the most comforting food in the world is lentils cooked in the microwave with nothing but a little bit of salt to make a real simple dal, with boiled and mashed potatoes, with raw chopped onions, um, green chilies, mustard oil, raw, not cooked anything, and it's lightly jammy egg all mixed up wow. with really piping hot rice it's just a little bit wow. overcooked and mushy and steamy wow. and then when you plop in a little bit of ghee right on top it melts right in yeah. and then you just mix it all together into this like really delicious slop uh and it just tastes the best when you're coming back home after a really long road this trip or just any eat. kind of trip and i just highly recommend it and i think um you guys should try it love you guys
1: have a great day. Love you I too, love babes. You. Um, that,
0: was so, that sounded delicious.
1: Delicious. I I believe they're referring to a dish that is commonly known as kitchdi.
0: Never which heard of it. Which has
1: actually transposed itself across multiple cu- cultures. Um, people call it kedgeri. As well. Kedgeri as is like a very popular thing in Canada with a big British um, you know, colonization history and Indian diaspora as well. Mm-hmm. Uh but Kichdi, yeah, it's a mixture of, I believe, lentils and rice and then
0: Yum. certain
1: aromatics, but it's typically not meant to be like a very, very heavily flavored dish. Like she said, it's it's a little bit bland. Uh, you still have, you know, chilies and onions and mustard oil and stuff like that. Um I I read about this in Padma Lakshmi's memoir where she actually talks about how it's very important in at least her, she's from Tamil Nadu, right? Mm-hmm. Um, important in their like South Indian culture to make sure that the first thing your baby eats is like something that is going to be representative of the rest of their life. And oh, really? I believe it was Kichdi.
0: That's what she ate?
1: That's what no, that's what um her, her kid her, daughter? her kid, um Krishna.
0: Okay, she fed um, Krishna that.
1: Yeah, and it's a whole ceremony and she talks about the process of her family sort of arguing about like, well, do we like do we drop a peppercorn in there? Because, like, what if she's picky? Like, if there's not peppercorns, you don't get exposed to spice early on. And talking about the ratio of lentils to rice and all this.
0: Oh my gosh, that's um, so interesting.
1: And it makes sense to me, too. What you know were what you I mean? first fed? Spaghetti?
0: I was first fed a mixture of um, avocado and mashed potatoes with salt.
1: Okay, look at you. You love avocado now.
0: And salt (laughs) and and potatoes.
1: I love spaghetti.
0: (laughs) Um, This sounds really good. And I love, you know what? The older I've gotten, the more I realize slop is good.
1: Slop. Slop is lovely. Slop is the best You know what I had last
0: night for dinner? Slop. I had Hong Kong creamed corn chicken rice, which is incredible. It's it's what? chicken? It's chicken? Yeah. And then you add cream corn, salt, white pepper, a little bit of curry powder, soy sauce, saoxing wine. <sighs> and then you and then and then it it doesn't look like much, but when you pair it with a bowl of white white rice, it is one of the most delicious things I've ever had in my whole life. And it was slop. It was food slop, but it was the best slop I've had in like months.
1: The world does not run on duncan, it runs on slop. Runs on slop. The world runs on slop. The Make that The world t-shirt.
0: runs on slop, especially Hong Kong slop. It was good slop.
1: Yeah, Dal I love Dal Or actually, uh, so Deep's family, they, they believe they call it dar, dar. Dar. In the Gujarati dialect. I think so. I think I'm not making cool. this up because I used to think it was just called Dar.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: cool. But yeah, man, eating a lot of like Dar at his place.
0: Gotta eat more lentils. I have like four different kinds of lentils in my house and they're just like little packets of like each one. I need to like cook them.
1: You make a little like tarka with like hot oil spices and you splash that on the bowl of lentils at makes the it end. So good. Get the yeah. hell out of here. Yeah, it makes it so good. Uh, Indian cookery, man. I love Indian food. Great.
0: Hi, my
1: name's Sarah and I have this opinion that uh, you don't need to dip Oreos in milk. Okay. No one's like, really, you mostly what you're seeking is like a wet cookie, right? Correct. If you dip it in water, oh my gosh, it's just fine. She's oh my right. Gosh. As she's a right. person who doesn't buy milk often, mm-hmm. <laughs> dip it in water, dude. Like, it's great. Do you one better? I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. Wrap it in a wet paper towel, microwave it for oh, twelve disgusting. seconds to steam it. All she's right. All you want are soft cookies.
0: Um, I kind of like the way milk and Oreos taste together, so, no, no.
1: Hear me out. Anything you can do. I don't want to
0: hear you out. It doesn't sound good.
1: Anything you can do with milk, you can do with water and protein powder. Yeah, that's so true. You want to make a bechamel? Ew. Boom. No, but like if I, I, I'm in the same boat. Sometimes I don't have milk, especially when Julia's out of town. You don't have
0: almond milk?
1: No, no. You especially no almond spare milk. milk? I have whole milk for cooking, and I'll only kind of buy it. You buy do. whole milk? For cooking, because I, I don't drink milk. Are you a billionaire? What do you mean a billionaire? <laughs> whole milk is the same price. Um, anyways, so I'll take water and protein powder and make a little bowl of cereal with that and dip Oreos in it. I don't believe you. Why would I lie about that?
0: You like to lie about
1: things. I lie about a lot of things. I wouldn't lie about that.
0: You dip your Oreos into protein milk?
1: The last time I dipped Oreos into something was you're protein water, not protein milk. You're lying milk. to
0: Maggie. You're lying to my Maggie.
1: You think I would lie about an opportunity <laughs> to add more protein to my diet, Nicole? Protein. You know what? Every day, every day, I eat 100 grams of protein before I get yeah, to work. Yeah, you told
0: us at the beginning of the podcast. Before I get that to is work, so every crazy day. to me. Well, you look fabulous. so. Thank
1: you. I'm trying. You I, look feel like great. I feel like crap. I feel I'm feel just bulky. You I should, feel like a sausage stuffed a too massage. tightly in its own you skin. Right now. Oh, none of my fit oh, you should go get a massage. None of my shirts fit anymore.
0: You should go get a massage. Go dip help? in a pool of water, a pool of warm water. That.
1: I got to stop the bulking, though. It's, it's negatively affecting my life.
0: Next, please. <laughs>
1: Hey, Josh and Nicole, so uh, I just
0: cooked a chicken breast from frozen, and somehow my boneless, skinless chicken breast developed the skin. Uh, Is (laughs) that normal? Should I eat that? Hopefully, I hear back from you. I think I'm going to eat it. Oh, my gosh.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Love the pod. Thanks. Bye.
0: (laughs) Okay, do you think the skin grew back?
1: Nicole, you gotta go fast, because he's about to eat it. Okay, you gotta, wait, tell, wait, him. Wait, you wait, gotta this, tell him. This is,
0: when, 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 when did we get this? When did we get this? How long ago, Maggie?
1: Is he how on the ago? line? Can you how call him? How long ago,
0: Maggie? We have to know how long ago this conversation
1: was. Do we get these people's numbers? Yeah. Yeah, She's calling back.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Nicole, this man is staring at his chicken breast right now, wondering if he should eat it. You gotta tell him. No. Why?
0: Because it's cooked from Frozen.
1: It's still edible. There's nothing.
0: I know, but it's not. It's not good. It. It's not good. Throw it away. You need to defrost things properly. Put it in the sink and then let the water go over it, and then it won't be frozen anymore.
1: Assuming this is a 12 ounce, pretty average chicken breast, which is still quite Chicken large, Breasts are 12 about, ounces. Dude, they're I've literally had chicken breasts that are one. Thinking of like a full chicken breast is technically two breasts, right? It's a half breast is only one. No, that. that's no. That's like what it's. Like we wouldn't typically call it that. But it's like how oh, a half sheet pan is actually the most common size of sheet pan.
0: Sure. So we just call Same, it a so sheet pan. So we just pan. call it a sheet pan. Fair. Okay. It's actually okay. a half sheet. I, I see your side of Similar things. Similar
1: situation. Anyways, 12 ounces. That's like 95-ish grams of protein. You're not going to want to throw that away, What you're going to want to do. So when you say it developed a skin, I'm guessing that's because you had to just cook it for such a long time
0: mm-hmm.
1: that the outside, literally like a crust of bread... The outside got a lot darker than the inside. Just throw it
0: away. Just throw it away. Don't just throw, throw it away. No. Slice
1: it away. up, dump it in a jar of salsa, shake it up, eat it. Throw it away. It's going to be pretty good. But it's not It shouldn't not be. It's not unsafe. Throw it away. It's just probably not great. It's probably frozen in the middle. Well, if you cook it long enough, it'll stop being frozen. Especially if you cook it long enough to develop a second skin, like a burn.
0: I hate you. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Hi, uh... Yeah, my food opinion is that yeast donuts are trash. Whoa! I don't want something that is, like, light and fluffy. When I have a donut, I want something with meat on its bones. Basically like a fried piece of cake. She wants a cake donut. Cake donuts all the way. That's why I'm a Dunkin' fan, not a Krispy Kreme fan. Uh. I don't want my donut to melt in my mouth and be gone in two seconds. I want to be viscerally aware of every last Mm. crumb. Uh, That's all. Love the pod. So many people like the pod.
1: I've never been more <laughs> assaulted by an opinion than this before. Okay, I've never been more me, blown away. People will be like, "Let me tell you something." I like dipping Pringles in my own blood, and I'm like, well, <laughs> you can see how the salinity of the blood really play off of it." But I've yeah. just yeast donuts are trash. Okay, okay.
0: Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I understand because I don't love donuts. Like I don't Mm-mm. like crave donuts, Mm-mm. but I do crave cake. Yeah. And cake tastes better than donuts to me. Very interesting, and I like the mouth feel of a cakey, dense, mm. delicious situation in my mouth. She's right; they evaporate, but I kind of like the fact that yeast donuts evaporate in my mouth more than like a cake does. So I understand where they're coming from, but I do think it's a garbage. <laughs>
1: Don't you dare make Krispy Kreme a victim of its own success. Oh, wow. They made, they figured out a way to make dough melt in your mouth, and you find that a bad (laughs) thing? No, no, no. That is universally considered good. That'd be like, if you're like, oh, I hate this. Tender steak. It's like, well, I, don't I hate know that's this a virtue. water.
0: It's so watery. <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
1: Like, hold on, man. I am. I am flummoxed right now. I'm kind of okay. back on my heels. I'm okay. on the defense. I
0: understand where you're coming from. I don't think it's the best opinion, but I think you're a good person and you are valid and you're loved a by cake us. Cake
1: donut. You just want a deep fried piece of cake. You don't want a donut.
0: You don't even. You don't deep, want a donut. You don't even deep fry the cake donuts. You cook them in a pan, bro.
1: I think cake donuts are still. I don't think so. Deep fried. I don't think so. No, they're definitely deep fried. Are you sure? No, like not like all. I just burped. Bless you. <laughs> How are cake donuts made? Have we ever made a cake donut?
0: I've made cake donuts before. They're made in a pan.
1: No, no way. You deep fry them. Maggie? Maggie, how are cake donuts made? This is the thing <laughs> that as like chefs, you'd think.
0: I've made cake I, donuts before.
1: I just, uh, for people who don't know, the difference between a yeast donut and a cake donut, anything that has a sort of bread-like chew to it. So glazed donuts are, you know, um, yeast. classically yeast donuts. And then something like the pink frosting, sprinkled donut is likely going to be a cake donut. And one is made <laughs> using sodium bicarbonate, AKA baking powder, the other using yeast. <laughs> but like, how do you deep fry them? No, Meggie, video, video, video. video. You don't
0: deep fry cake donuts. Are
1: cake donuts deep fried?
0: Josh, they have to be.
1: They have to be. I I think it's a, a batter extruder that just goes plop plop plop.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right.
1: Oh, here we go. Cake donuts are both baked and fried. They're first baked in the oven, then fried in oil. There it goes. So we're both wrong.
0: I was right!
1: you were also wrong I was also right and also wrong we are both simultaneously right and wrong we are Schrodinger's crappy podcast hosts speak for yourself (laughs) Um, great opinion though I I just love getting worked up and I just want to feel something and you have made me feel something you have pathos well on that note thank you for stopping by Hot Dog is a Sandwich we got new audio only episodes every Wednesday new video versions of the podcast right here wherever you are if you're in Tempe, Arizona then right here every Friday
0: if you want to be featured on Opinions Art at castro, so you can hit us up at 833-Dogpod1 the number again is 833-Dogpod1
1: if you're in Tucson, Arizona still oh. on Fridays that's when the video version comes out Phoenix video version's gonna be on Fridays as well
0: I've never been to Arizona Scottsdale have you ever been to Arizona?
1: been to Flagstaff
0: oh cool what was in Flagstaff?
1: Northern Arizona University
0: you went to university there?
1: I competed in an indoor track.
0: Ugh, gross.
1: I got third. I was proud of my effort. (laughs) See y'all next time.